0: And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global.com forward slash advantage.
1: Twitter's kind of decided that it wants to play in the space somewhere between the social audio and these miniature micro blog type experiences. What I see happening is there are a lot of professionals and CEOs and founders who are active on Twitter. If you know how to leverage it, then you know how to get in front of people that are super hard to connect with anywhere else. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast
0: for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. Create the influence, income, and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm really looking forward to bringing you today's conversation around Twitter and how to use it to build influence. Now, I'd been hearing from my inner circle about this resurgence of the platform, and I was really interested to learn, or to get on there, but really didn't know how to leverage it properly over and above, just, you know, tweeting every now and again. I knew that that wasn't going to give me the results that I was really looking for. So I had a conversation with my really good friend, Melanie Benson, who's the host of the Amplify Your Success podcast. Uh, And we also co-host a show called Next Level Influence, which you can find on my profiles, on my Instagram page, on my Facebook page, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, And this, is an episode where I quizzed her about Twitter and how she's using it to build influence. Now she's an absolute queen over there on Instagram. She's got a huge following. She's absolutely like really killing this platform. So there is heaps to learn in this episode. She talks about what makes Twitter different from other social media platforms. She talks about the different functionalities available to build your audience, things that I'd heard of and didn't really understand what they were. And she talks about how to build trust and massively increase your influence on Twitter. So before we jump in, I'd love you to head over to Twitter. Let's reach out. Give me a follow. I would love to connect with you over there. My handle is at the Sam Riley. And I'd love you to really implement some of these things that we talk about. Share what you learned in this episode, what your takeaways are, or also how you're using Twitter. I'm all ears. It's something that I really do want to dive into. So definitely come and connect with me over there. I am all in on having a conversation. But for now, enjoy this re-ed episode of Next Level Influence. Is Twitter dead or is it having a resurgence? And now is the time to tap into this ever-evolving platform. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. I'm Samantha Riley, host of the Influence by Design podcast.
1: And I'm Melanie Benson, host of the Amplify Your Success podcast. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Now,
0: melanie i see a lot of influence being established on twitter i am watching so many people in my circle of influence doing some amazing things on twitter and i have no idea how to use it properly i know how to do a tweet and that's about it so today i would love to interview you because i want to know and to share with everyone else what we need to know about twitter so Mm -hmm. are you
1: okay to share all of your knowledge or your twitter knowledge I will share what I know and why it's, I think, really creating some unique opportunities that other social media platforms aren't.
0: So, well, can we start off? I'd love you to share what makes Twitter different. Why is it different mm-hmm. to the other the other platforms that we're using?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to cover four things here because Twitter is very different than a lot of the other social media platforms. And if you're not familiar with Twitter, basically it's like The micro of microblogs. (laughs) So it is like somewhere around uh, like 150 characters or something like that. Or maybe I got a little bit uh, small there. But
0: yeah, whatever it is, it's not much.
1: No, it's, it's, it's very short, very punchy tweets, posts that go out. But what makes I think Twitter really different is Twitter's been around a really long time. And Twitter was very popular, and then it got very unpopular because nobody knew what in the world to do with it. Because all these other platforms were emerging, and now I think because a lot of people are disgruntled with Facebook, they're you know maybe uh, disenchanted with LinkedIn because it's the nonstop DM pitch. There, uh, mm-hmm. people are confused by by Instagram because now they're moving to the short form video platform, and everybody's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And Twitter's kind of been this. We might just say it's kind of decided that it wants to play in in the space somewhere between the social audio and these miniature micro blog type experiences. And what I see happening, let me just paint the picture of what's happening, then I'll dig a little bit deeper into to what's mm-hmm. different. What I see happening is there are a lot of professionals, a lot of media and a lot of um, creative leaders and CEOs and founders who are active on Twitter. So one of the things I love about Twitter is if you know how to leverage it, then you know how to get in front of people that are super hard to connect with anywhere else. And like even like uh, artists and actors and people with big messages. CEOs and founders of big companies, sports, newscasters, they all have a Twitter profile
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and they are actively using it. So you have access to people and you have visibility to people that you're not going to tap into any other way. So that's one of the things I love about Twitter. Now here's, we talked about the fact that it's kind of like a micro blog. You've got these very short amount of characters. There's hashtags. We'll unpack that a little bit more. But Here's the three ways that I think Twitter is different than a lot of other social platforms, and why you can't just repurpose content from your Instagram or your, your Facebook posts and just repost it over on Twitter and, and have it work. Twitter is about conversations, Twitter is about creating conversations that people want to engage on. Mm-hmm. And what I see happening, and this was a huge shift over the last five years, Twitter went from just posting reoccurring content, which I still do, but Mm -hmm. I changed how it reoccurs. Twitter now is about posting content in a way that gets people to have a conversation with you about it. Mm -hmm. So instead of like pushing one-way information out, it's about asking questions about, uh, crafting curiosity and starting conversations that people want to have with you, and I think that's what's making Twitter really unique right now. And, and again, I will admit that when things are a hotbed of of controversy, Twitter can get a little ugly, just like every other platform. And so, a lot of people yeah. are like, "Oh, I don't want to go over there. There's a lot of politics, and people are like trolling each other." Yeah, that happens everywhere. But if yeah. you know how to curate the right audience. The right community, the right connections—you have an opportunity to make a lot of your content go viral.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell us a little bit more about those conversations? Because mm-hmm. this is something that I have stepped away from because I could. Sit, people were talking about conversations, and I log into the platform, and I don't even understand how to have those conversations. So, can mm-hmm. you share a little bit about how? How we get into a conversation on Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a couple of different ways that I see happening. First of all, is decide like being really clear what you're about and crafting consistent posts about it. So one of the things that makes Twitter unique is when you have a post go out. It doesn't have the same shelf life as you might on Instagram where somebody's going to actually scroll through the feed and see something because they are seeing like the algorithms kind of feed people what what more of what they're already looking at. Twitter is a little different. And again, they change the algorithms too. But Twitter, it's like you got kind of like a little bit of an hour window. <laughs> and then once, yeah, once it, the it, hour's over, really it tough. kind of disappears, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and again, it depends on how many people you have following you. But what I th- think really is important is to have consistent content going out, which is where using some kind of scheduling tool really helps. Uh, and kind of recognizing that you can start a conversation anytime during the day. A lot of people aren't hot on automation on Twitter. They want more of an a- organic conversation. So the second way to do it is to say, I'm actually going to just curate real time conversations and know when the window is of your audience and when they're active. For me, my audience is most active between five o'clock and nine o'clock at night. It's crazy. I'm Pacific time zone. That mm-hmm. is when they are most engaged on Twitter. And mm-hmm. I learned that because I see when I I tested and I sent out a lot of different kinds of posts throughout the day. That's when they get the most shares. That's when the conversations start. That's when I I can see people responding to things. Now, the third really important thing about Twitter and creating conversations is people are trained for other platforms where they go like and it's over. That's not where the magic happens. The magic happens on Twitter. When you see something, you do what's called a retweet, but you add a comment to it. You engage with people about that and you literally start a conversation. So let's say, I run across the Sam Riley on Twitter and I see the Sam Riley sharing. Let's just take a couple examples. Let's say you've shared one of our episodes, right? And mm-hmm. I would uh, share it, but I would say, I love that we talked about how to really stand out on Twitter today. I hope more people can really take these tips and use them. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm doing is I'm acknowledging your post. Okay. So that's one way. Another way is I might say, Hey, I love what you guys covered in today's uh, uh, next level influence episode on Twitter. Did you, you know, I would add this to the conversation. So now Mm -hmm. I'm adding some of my expertise and I'm building on the conversation. And then the third thing is to um, like edify the people who are posting and saying, man, I never thought about any of this. I have questions like, what about this and what about that, right? So that's one way you could do it. Mm -hmm. But another way that has nothing to do with content, and this is where I think things are really getting exciting, Sam, and I watch people curate these conversations is um, people post something controversial, something engaging or questions, and then they tag some people that they want to have a conversation with. Now, here's the catch. Do not tag people you don't know and keep tagging them over and over and over again. That's icky. Okay. Nobody likes that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I get people doing that to I me because like I have a
1: lot of followers. Oh my God, I hate it. I think, it's, I think it's under the right intention, but it doesn't feel good over if it's done all the time. Mm-hmm. A better way to do it is to say, hey, who's going to podfest in May? Or who are my female business warriors who are are out there like slugging it away today or you might say something like um like one of my clients is I'm helping her build a big platform on Twitter and she talks about social trust and so we've been curating questions and conversations something like what do you see happening on Twitter that destroys your trust with another mm-hmm. influencer So you ask things that have to do with your brand and then you say, Hey, uh, Sam, Mel coach, Mako, like all the different people you want to engage. What is your take on this? Yeah. So now we're creating conversation and that's where things start. You start to build community around a conversation that you want to have. Does that make sense? What I'm loving
0: about this is you are using Twitter in exactly the same way that you would if you were in a room which is we all know the way that we should be totally. any social media platform but I love that you're curating people it's like you're standing at a you know at a networking event or a party and you've got your friends around and you're bringing them into the conversation I love that
1: Mel what um, are some summer- sorry Go Jose, I'm so excited. But you ask your question, and, and then I'll go deeper.
0: <laughs> no, you go deeper first. Let's let if you've got no, something. I was gonna that. say
1: there's some there's some structures to help people do that. But I think what you're gonna ask me next might help flush that out a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, because what I would like to know is what can we do to stand out apart from having the tagging people and having these mini conversations? Because I know that there's all sorts of Things happening on Twitter. I know it because I'm being invited to them. They're in my inbox. I've got some really connected with some really great people and I'm sitting there going, I don't even understand what they're talking about. (laughs) So, I'd love you to dive dive into some of these different ways to stand out on Twitter.
1: Sure. Well, first of all, let me just lace all of what I'm about to say with the most important aspect of Twitter and that's authenticity. Mm-hmm. There is something about Twitter that there, there was a lot that happened over the last two or three years, actually probably the last five years, where trust was eroded because uh, we all heard about the bots and foreign countries manipulating information and you know people using it to grandstand. And so there was some trust eroded on the platform for a while. And so what I see happening right now is a resurgence of trust. And one of the best ways to do that is to be authentic and to be a real human. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you're going to spill your guts. I see some people pouring their heart out on Twitter and that that is not the strategy I would Uh encourage people to do. But what I do think is when you are coming from your heart and you're creating um, posts that are showcasing who you are and then you as a human being follow up with the people. So this is how we engage people out of a conversation is if somebody's engaging with you, don't just hit the heart and go like, no, Uh keep the conversation going. Come back, even if it's not you all the time, but like have somebody go, hey, thank you for that comment. That was awesome. I love hearing your perspective or I'm super curious about what you just shared here. Um, can you tell me more? Like, h- how does that work in your business or your life or, you know, whatever your content's about? I, and, and you can even diffuse trolls by being curious and engaged. I have to just take a side step for a second. I, I remember this very powerful story of an actress during some kind of very volatile, Uh, American (laughs) political climate, (laughs) one of the many Uh over the last few years, she had posted something and this guy just started trolling her and posting all of this horrible stuff. And instead of backlashing him or blocking him, she got curious. And so she kind of like leaned into it instead of rejecting it. And she asked him some questions and said, I am really curious. Why is this coming up for you? Like, tell me more. Like, I really want to understand. And she flipped the guy from being a troll to being like melting on her and talking about how he was suicidal and he was hating his life and blah 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 right and my wow. point is it's it's a very great skill to be able to shift the conversation that way but my point is is that when we get curious and engaged with people we tend to get under the initial like snarkiness or that sometimes people think they're being funny but because it's like 250 characters like we don't know what they're saying you know yeah. and so you know don't be afraid to lean into conversations and and engage them like i've had people post stuff and i'm like that doesn't sound very good but let me just go a little deeper and see what it's about and and then that like i really understand what they're about so that being said be authentic be human there are three key ways that you're going to stand out and build real community that helps you expand your reach and build your influence on Twitter. One of them is a tried and true, it's called Twitter chats. Here's mm-hmm. what a Twitter chat is. Well, actually let me start with hashtags because hashtags build on the rest. So a hashtag community is hashtags basically drive searchability on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So a hashtag is the the you know the pound sign with a word that people can search for you or search for content that's relevant to them. So think social trust, like I'm doing with Deb Coleman, or think entrepreneur or female entrepreneur or women in business is a really popular one. Something that community starts to build around and engage on because they uh, relate to that hashtag as a keyword that means something to them. Now, mm-hmm. hashtags on its own is great. You can use one, two, or three in a post but where things start to really take off is hashtag communities. Hashtag mm-hmm. communities are people who are excited and like actively track a hashtag and you build energy and, and build momentum and build community around the people that are, are about that hashtag. Here's mm-hmm. a story that is super interesting. When the pandemic hit two years ago, of course, all of us are like, what is going to happen with our lives? Like, you know, uh-huh. and people are lost. They're feeling isolated. And a group of women on Twitter started connect, tagging each other into a conversation and saying, how can we support each other? Hey, let's have a coffee chat. Who needs something right now, right? And there was a support that emerged. And these are women all over the world. And we created a hashtag to represent that called Launch and Founders because every woman in the group was either uh, launching things or was a founder of a company. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that hashtag is still active today. And when the women need something, they're like, hey, launch and founders, you know, what do you think about this? Or it, it became a community of women leaders who knew that we were stronger together than solo.
0: Now, that was a great story because that gave so much context about how to use it. So yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Mello, so that's tell me that's that, one. Tell me Sorry.
0: Talk about Twitter chats because I've yes. heard so much about Twitter chats. And again, no idea what a
1: Twitter chat is. <laughs> I
0: mean that, I can so, get
1: <laughs> Yeah, like you could get an idea, but you're like, well, what do I do with that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So Twitter chats kind of emerged because that was the only way, and I've been doing Twitter chats for 10 years, maybe I think they've been around. So the idea is to pick a hashtag and build a weekly chat on it. Mm -hmm. And the chat is you, you have the hashtag and you invite people to come interact with you around a set of questions using that hashtag for a period of time. It could be a half an hour. It could be an hour. And what it does is, so let's say when I first started doing Twitter chats, um, I was starting one for the Women's Speakers Association. Mm -hmm. So we called it Speaker Chat. Mm -hmm. And what we did is once a week, we invited a leader in the female speaker space to come and share their wisdom, but invited everybody to come share their wisdom. So there's this collective wisdom sharing tied Mm -hmm. to Speaker Chat. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do a Twitter chat, there's what happens in the moment, but you can also go back if you missed it and search the hashtag and find out every single person who posted about it and learn about them. In real time, people will share the chat, the chat posts out to their audience. So think about the viral capacity. I remember when we were doing the speaker chats. Um uh, there was a, a company, uh, Twitter, uh, tweet chat, I think they called it. They were a technology that managed the hashtag and the interaction. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. actually featured us because what was happening was we would have, say, 25 people show up for the chat, but the reach was in the high millions because of all of our followers. Mm. So there's this viral capacity. And today, uh, there's hundreds of Twitter chats. I participate in some of them pretty regularly, but Lead Loudly is one of them for women leaders. Uh, mm-hmm. There's chat about brand, which is you know all about brand awareness. So there's different ones that you know. There's one about Twitter, like using Twitter. Twitter smarter, smarter I think is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And now the person who hosts the chat, their profile gets major momentum by every week being the person who hosts that chat. That's what I call authority positioning. Totally. So, this isn't being done by
0: some sort of video or it's not people coming in a room. It's people just tweeting at a specific time. Have I got that right?
1: Yeah. Then last year, something new emerged. Twitter saw what was happening and they may have already had some thoughts about it, but they saw what was happening on Clubhouse with Social audio. And Twitter was, I don't want to say it was dying, but it was dormant. Like we had the die hard Twitter people, myself, I've been on there probably like 10 or 12 years. And those of us have been around a while. But then there was this like big wave of social audio people who are like, audio is great. And they introduced their version of it called Twitter Spaces. Now, here's what I love about Twitter Spaces is, and this is what I'm doing with my client is you can actually combine a Twitter chat with a follow-up conversation. So if people are like too much text typing, I don't like this chats. You can bring them into a conversation, an audio conversation on Twitter Spaces. Uh-huh. So the Twitter Spaces is an audio conversation. Let's say we're having this conversation, but no video. That's Mm -hmm. a Twitter space, but it's being hosted on Twitter. And so whoever's on Twitter can see all the people they follow Mm -hmm. at the top of the Twitter screen. It shows who's actively having a space. Right. And you can tell people you're going to host a space by sending up, setting up the room, the the space, and it's sharing it out on your feed and people can set a reminder and add it to their calendar. So now, and you can record them. So if you miss the space, you can still go back and listen to them. So I find them really engaging and really fun. And I've I've met some amazing people, and actually, even like had people join programs of mine just from jumping in a couple of random spaces. Uh-huh. But again, it's just another way to connect, make community, and create like these engaging, kind of like connect, like uh, conversations. That help you stand out if you host them or regularly participate in them
0: so I've got a question for you. If I find one of these hashtags and we talked about using Twitter like you would in real life if you imagine that you were in a room, is it rude to just jump into a Twitter conversation yeah. if you found a hashtag is is that is that a, 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 can you do that or is it yeah or is it,
1: do this thing no no so the, so let's take Twitter chats for a minute like the whole thing is built to build momentum. So we have people sometimes that'll come in like halfway or towards the end. There's like, oh my gosh, I missed the first part. I'm going to go catch up. And then they go back and they comment and it reactivates the chain again. Uh So it's brilliant. But in Twitter spaces, the whole idea is the more people that join, the more reach it gets in front of. So everybody who's on the space, their followers can see they're on a Twitter Space, mm-hmm. so
0: it's so not then they're very, like, no, you they're like there.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, and there's one of the things I love about Twitter Spaces, and I think they modeled this after Clubhouse a little bit. Is um, there are the speakers and there is the audience, and just because you're on it doesn't mean people can hear you. So you can eavesdrop in. Or you can say, Hey, I want to contribute to the conversation and say, Can I join you on your stage, so to speak, as a speaker? Uh huh. Uh huh. So it Love. doesn't mean just because you're chumming in late that you're going to be interrupting anything. Nobody's going to notice that you're coming into the space unless you raise your hand and say you want to talk.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Can you tell me a little bit more, Melanie, about connecting with people? Is there an etiquette to connecting with people? Mm-hmm. Who should we connect with? I'd love to know more about building these com- like building your own network, I guess, and being part of communities.
1: Well, you know, I think um Twitter, this is the one of the things I would say is common across all platforms, is the more you bring you to the, the conversation and you you like make people feel good about themselves by connecting back with them, the more Twitter works for you. So I think the people who have like two followers or two, they're following two people, but have 20,000 followers are missing the real opportunity. Right. Uh Uh So I don't follow every single person that follows me. But I review them and say, are they somebody that I can see synergy here? Like they're presenting as somebody who's a human being (laughs) who's leveraging Twitter. Like if they have weird bot type profile pictures, I don't usually follow that. Uh But if somebody reaches out and follows me, I'll almost always follow them back. And then I'm not 100% good at this on Twitter, but I'm really getting better at this on other platforms. Reach out and send them a message. Hey, Mm -hmm. it's so great to meet you. You know, like uh, how did we connect or what's something you're excited about right now? Like be a human being and, you know, be respectful in the sense that, you know, just because somebody only has 200 followers and you have 20,000 followers, doesn't mean they don't have value to contribute. You know, it's Mm like, like, Find the people that you connect with, build relationships, build connections. I think this is the thing that gets missed a lot. Is people look at it as uh, like they've got a megahorn and they're just going to push their message out. That is not what Twitter's about. It's about the engagement. Any social media platform is about.
0: Yeah, I can definitely hear what you're saying there. And is are we reaching out to those people um, publicly? or is that more in a private message? Mm.
1: Well, you know, people do this a little bit differently. So some people will publicly say, Hey, Mel coach, thanks for following me. Okay. I reach out via DM and I say, Hey, I'm really honored that you reached out and you're following me. Tell me something you're excited about right now. And I just, you know, I cultivate a conversation and a lot of people don't respond and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. I like to say, I like to open up the conversation when I can. Uh, I don't always get it right away, so sometimes I'll circle back and say, "Hey, you—you know—you connected the other day. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it, and like I wanted to get to know you better. Just things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I see that's getting really—this is kind of gone in waves—is creating like a, a like a theme of the week. And tagging in some of your new followers. So let's say it's Friday, uh, Mm -hmm. like there's been Follow Friday that's been like popular forever. Hey, here's like some people that I just made some connections with and I'm super excited about what they're about. I'm tagging them here to welcome them to our community. Make sure you go follow them. Okay. So that works. Another thing, I almost forgot this. This is something that is part of what kicked off some of the conversations in the community that I built. Is um, like a lot of times, like it might be women in business or people you admire or people who you learned something from this week. You create kind of a thread, and I'm going to tag seven people that I learned something from. Now go tag seven people that you Uh, Learn something from this week, and you so you create this ongoing buildup of new people in the thread, and it allows people to make new connections with Twitter um, followers they may not have ever noticed before. So those are some popular ways that I think help create connections. Oh, one last thing! (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about Twitter, I can think about all these other things. (laughs) You did tell me that Twitter was your thing. (laughs) It's one of my things, but yes, I love Twitter. Twitter lists. This uh-huh. is a really great way to build a lot of followers, but keep your focus on some key people. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, you can add somebody to a list. These are, my, these are coaching uh, people I like. These are podcasters I like. These are uh, CEOs that I like, right? Like you can cultivate your own lists. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is somebody can see your list and go, oh, they're like, look at all these cool people. Like I have one of Twitter chats. Mm-hmm. These are the lists of people that I have that host Twitter chats. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was to come to my profile and check out my list, they can see these are some popular Twitter chats that I enjoy.
0: Oh, that's next level. Love it. Boom. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me extract all of that from your head today. I think it would be really great. Um, you've mentioned a few times, um, your Twitter handle is at Mel Coach. My mm-hmm. Twitter handle is at the Sam Riley. Go connect with Melanie to see how she's using Twitter. Um, Come connect with me so I can learn how to use Twitter uh, because I definitely have been seeing, I'm definitely there. I'm seeing your content, Melanie, um, and I've been intrigued about it for a little while. So definitely look forward to leaning into Twitter more and connecting with some amazing people.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you're going to step in. Uh, there's always really interesting people that I want to connect to each other on Twitter. But if you're not active there and people are tagging you, it's just like you just lose the momentum. And uh, Mm -hmm. I know you're stepping into it, but I have other friends who they have profiles and lots of followers, but they're just not active there. And I'm like, you're missing the juice. I'm tagging you in this awesome stuff here. (laughs) So, uh, and I- if you listened in and you are on Twitter or you're joining us on Twitter, come give me a little shout out and say, hey, I listened to the episode or like, uh, we'll have this episode posted there. Let us know like, what you want to get out of Twitter so I can help point you in the right di- direction and maybe make some good connections for you.
0: Absolutely. So connect with us, tag a friend who you think might benefit from our topic today. Tell us what you learned. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you over there on Twitter. Thanks so much Melanie for letting us in on all that juicy Twitter Twitter
1: juju. I love it. Tweet <laughs> I'm tweet, over there. tweet energy. We got some tweet energy.
0: <laughs> love it. Thanks so much.